afternoon, Patriots, and today is Thursday, August 31st in the year 2023, the last day of the month of August, which we've survived the hottest month of the year in both metaphor and reality as they tried to burn us down once again with the annual fire events that happened because of global warming and winds where fires magically manifest, not because of arsonists, not because of directed energy weapons, not because of anything else, but because by the forces of the of the many gods of the sky of wind, they start themselves spontaneously. Quite, quite interesting, isn't it? So anyway, patriots, welcome to the end of August. Here we are. And we survived it. Yay. All right, patriots, before we get going today, make sure you are doing all you can to protect your lifestyle. And that means getting things in place in case these psychopaths do their psychopathic thing, which would be something like sending an EMP using electromagnetic storms. And if they could manifest it, I'm sure they would even do a solar flare. It just so happens that EMP Shield has the answer for you that can protect you against solar flares, against electric storms and lightning, and also against an EMP level one, two, or three. So, patriots, we need to take care of that. So if you go to empshield.com, empshield.com, and you use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, you will find that there is something waiting for you. It's called $50 off and free shipping, and you'll be thrilled. So head on over to empshield.com, use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, and while you're there, you'll also be able to take advantage of the continuing freedom sale, which gives you an additional 10% off site-wide. These are important little devices to put on your vehicles, ATVs, RVs, solar systems, static generators, ham radio base stations, a whole variety of things. They have all their documentation and install library right there. Super easy to install. I have it on the Jeep. My dad has it on his cars. We have it on the ATV. All around, they're necessary to have. So check it out, empshield.com, empshield.com. This is the era of psychopathic activity, so protect yourself. Use your promo code BARDS, $50 off, free shipping. All right, Patriots, lots of stuff going on. One thing I'm not paying any attention to just because I'm choosing not to pay any attention to it would be the J6 trials, which I find to be a little bit loony. And I'm just going to be upfront about this. I'm highly suspect of J6. I've said this all along. I know there's a lot of documentation about how Patriots are innocently thrown in jail and all this other stuff. But I am remaining to be extremely suspicious of J6 on a couple of grounds. And I, the explanations don't rest, register with me. One of them is, how are these guys getting cell phones in the jail? I'm just telling you, it's not, it doesn't happen that way. And so you're hearing things like, hmm, I wonder if this it's a low security prison. This is garbage. As far as I know, I've never heard of this. And I'm not going to buy it until I'm proven otherwise. So I have, a, I have high suspicion of what J6 is. And the question that I'm asking now is, are we actually witnessing the true traitors being tried and punished for their appropriate treasons crime? Proud Boys is the latest, and then this is going to go against the grain of a lot of people who love to stand up and love Proud Boys. But I've been highly suspicious of Proud Boys since they started and wondering if they were a controlled opposition force to try to instigate violence on our soil because that's what they stood for. Now, guys that are know them and, and have worked with them, you may disagree with me, and that's all fine with you. But I have good reason to be highly suspicious of what's going on with J6, especially with the latest indictment and punishment of the Proud Boys stuff. So just be cautious about getting behind these narratives too much. And unfortunately, 
if it ends up being that these folks are out here and they really are suffering, I'm sure people will come back at me and go, you were wrong. And I'll say, yes, I was. But I'm in an era right now where I trust little until I can verify. And I'm really at that point. And I'm highly suspicious of the way these events have come together, especially with all this information that keeps the, the interviews, the pictures that come out of jail, the cell phone stories that come out of jail. This doesn't happen. Tell me one other prisoner in the entire United States that has that access to a cell phone inside jail and then ask the question, like, if these guys are so bad, which they are apparently being treated as terrorists of the highest order, how are they being allowed a cell phone? It doesn't make sense. So there's a lot of questions that are out there. Be cautious of these sorts of things that are getting too wrapped up around them. And that may not be fair to, these, to the people that are in there innocently, and I'm not saying all of them are in there fairly. But I am asking some hard questions right now about this, especially which is interesting today, and this is where this comes from, is that there was a Trump-appointed judge today, and District Judge Tim Kelly, who was Trump-appointee that sentenced Biggs to 17 years, second long, longest sentence for using enhancement to terrorism to push sentence higher. Interesting. I, I just, I don't have an answer to that, but I just, I'm... I'm just saying. So again, just be be on the wares and don't go too quick down the rabbit hole of this because there may be more to this event. Research, dig, seek out what the families are saying, find out the truth behind them. Understand that in the world of deception, there's also times when you would put somebody in jail for good or who's good to try to infiltrate networks and get information. So not sure that's the case. Just telling you, be cautious. That's the bottom line. Take a listen to this piece. You heard what they're doing in China right now? What do you mean? They're implementing AI in every aspect of China oh, right man. now. And all these little kids, they're wearing like this headband, like this plastic thing that has a light on it. And it tracks if they're paying attention or not. Oh, no, no. What? Oh, and if they're this. not, the light goes off and the teacher is informed. It goes as far as to send messages to the parents of oh, your wow. child paid attention this many hours today and didn't pay attention oh, this many hours. I don't like that. And so it's like getting into every aspect of AI. They're like making them like robots. Yeah. Dude. That's a sad childhood. Can you believe that? I mean, you're going to get children that are like, if they don't pay enough attention, they're going to be reported to their parents and punished. This is the future of AI, by the way. Insane. It's absolutely insane. Now, there is a war being waged and something to be very cautious, I mean, be aware of. It's a very important, and nobody in the press is talking about it, which I'm sure you're shocked when I say that. I'm sure that when I just told you that, you were just like, no, you mean the, the legacy media is not telling us that, we're, that the Western governments in Africa are being overthrown by military forces and that they're installing military military generals in charge of African countries and breaking from the Western alliance of colonialism, and that the U.S. under well under Noland, who just went over there, is now suddenly realizing that they have no power and that they're losing, and Africa's giving us the big middle finger. Yeah, I know that 
I, I'm sure you're shocked. Like, that's crazy. No, that couldn't be that. Why would Africa not want to be part of the greater American vision of turning every man into a woman and forcing our agenda of being homosexuals upon a nation and withholding money and support for the people and even embargoing food on a nation if we didn't agree that children needed to be turned, being to be taught how to have sex with other of, of children of their same gender and take pictures of their genitals and send it around the world? Why would we possibly, why would Africa not want that? <laughs> and I'm not kidding when I tell you that was Nolan's agenda going into South Africa. I'm sure it sold well, kind of like a cold turd on a paper plate. All right, patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's, let's have some prayer. Father, we come to you today very humbled and blessed as we are in each and every day. And Father, we just thank you for this time that we share here and across the world and just a moment to humble ourselves before the throne, to do so by our free will, and to truly just raise up our hands and say amen to all that you bring and hallelujah to the graciousness that you give us in each and every day. Father, we are in a very critical time right now of awakening those truly in the walk with Jesus. And with that, there is an understanding, Father, that we pray for today that people begin to understand the mercy which you've extended to us and the grace which you've extended to us. This is not a time to side with evil, as so many of our pulpits have done so, and they stood, stepped across the line to embrace the LGBTQ rainbow screw agenda. We have to start putting our foot down and saying no more. Unfortunately, the corruption of the pulpit is as so deep in this nation that it's taking many of the sheep off the cliff. So, Father, we're praying for a great awakening in the hearts of the many and those even in the congregations that are being led by the deceitful shepherds. You're reminding us in Ezekiel 34 that the shepherds shall be judged, and we are upon the hour of the shepherds being judged. And so, Father, this hour right now as we pray into this and realize that there are so many people that are deceived, that have trusted the pulpit, that have trusted this, the voices who claim to be speaking the word of God. These are the, these are the pulpits that embrace homosexuality. These are the pulpits that embrace same-sex marriage. These are the pulpits that are embracing transgenderism and saying that this is part of inclusion. This is the devil's tongue that's at play. And so, Father, we pray and, and rebuke any of this that is being cast upon the people that is being that are deceiving the people, and we pray for a breaking of that cult and that witchcraft that has held them into that thinking and to open their eyes to the truth of what sits before them. Father, we still have so many people that are wrapped around a pulpit of disempowerment, a belief of peace at any cost, a belief that somehow we as Christians need to literally roll over, play dead, let them put a, a boot on our throat and just accept that that's the walk that we must endure. And they forget the message that was given to us right before our very eyes of Jesus, that the greatest love of thy neighbor, the greatest love of my brother is to give my life for the cause of kingdom. Father, this is a martyrdom spirit that we must, must, must once again to raise up and to do great things in this world. And truly, Father, in this time, understand the mightiness of that walk. It is so easy and so convenient for people to look over and gloss over the richness of what the, of the scriptures tell us and focus on only those things that present, prevent them from do, taking action or give them excuse not to do anything. The revelationist, the revelation or a type of theology speaks to the fact that Jesus is returning and we will celebrate that moment. 
But where is the message of telling us that we must double down on our efforts to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to cast out demons, and to do greater works than he? Father, that message is missing. And instead, it turns a pulpit into a power instrument of keeping people complacent and disempowered, waiting simply for the return of Christ, as if the only mission we have here on earth is to sit and wait and do nothing except get replenished somehow every Sunday while we go about our lives in total sin. Father, forgive us as a nation for this horrific walk, this walk that truly has turned the gospel on its head and turned so many people into just compliant marshmallows of the pew. Father, we just pray for the great shaking that happened to literally break down the controls of the dead stone walls, to raise up the mighty voice within the pulpit, and to cast out the skinny jean spineless positions that are teaching people to have peace at any cost, to allow the gospel to be run over, and to not stand in the gap against the boldness of what we represent and who we are, for we are the children of the Most High. And Father, in this hour again, as we sit and look across the nation and we realize the number of children that continue to be victimized and how easy it is for us even to take an incident that is so real and visceral and right in our face, which is Lahaina, and being able to look at that and turn away from that and act as if it's, it's not an incident at all. There are still remaining over a thousand children unaccounted for. And we're going along with the narrative that it's okay. They're lost. They're unaccounted. They're, they're missing. Where are they? And where is the intensity of the world to speak into the children to ask, where are they, Father, and demand that from our, from our representative leaders? What has happened to us, Lord? And I think this question we place before you, knowing in our hearts that what has happened is we've steered away from the strength and power of what Christ gave us a powerful walk in which we have amazing empathy and compassion for our fellow man, and yet the boldest and mightiness to flip tables and to walk within the stone walls of the Pharisees and to call them out and proclaim, and to proclaim the gospel and force them to admit the lies in which they teach. That strength, Father, we're calling upon again, a blessing of tremendous power across this nation, across this world, to wake up and raise up the mighty children of God to answer that moment that is spoken, that says that, that, that all of creation awaits for the awakening of the children of God. So, Father, here we are. And we ask for that blessing to continue to open up our hearts and to open up our, our limitations that we place on ourselves, to break down those, those stone walls that we sometimes put in ourselves mentally and to step beyond the box that we too often try to place you within. Father, we are working in a place now where we're reaching high, listening to the authorities given to us to stand into a, the gap at this moment in time to truly do greater works than he. Not with arrogance, not with vengeance, but truly with love and compassion in our heart to reach out. But understanding that love is also truth. And that truth is a mighty sword. And a truth is a powerful sword that doesn't always leave without pain. But we must now and pray now, Father, and ask for your blessings now to direct people, to awaken people with the strength of standing firmly on that rock of faith and to look and pierce through the hearts of the weak and the compliant and to speak boldly in the word and not to deviate and to understand that in this hour you have given us the blessing of truth 
as evil has been revealed into light, and it's now up to us to step in and do the right thing, led by your hand, led by your wisdom. And until that moment that Jesus is here back on earth, literally placing his hand upon our shoulders to say, enough, my son, we should fight and must fight with the truth and the mightiness of the sword of spirit and never stop. For that, Father, we ask for the blessing of courage and might to flow through each, the reminder of David in the hour most critical as we are now. Guide us and protect us, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. This is a very important time. I have an amazing interview coming up tonight and tomorrow, two interviews. Tonight we have Edward Dowd on, which is important. And tomorrow night we have Maria Z. if you don't know who she is. She's from Australia. She just happened to be here visiting, and I was able to get hold of her thanks to Pete Chambers, Dr. Pete Chambers, and I interviewed her this morning, and she is a powerful voice that will give us some great insight into what's going on in the land down under. So this is going to be, she's, she's wonderful, and she is a powerful Christian. She and I had a great conversation about the, even the th- sorts of things I just spoke in prayer. So be ready. A couple great days of interviews. Patriots, there's also Bards Fest. Don't forget, we've got tickets are available. It's a, no one is denied. Keep that in mind. They are donation-based. We make a recommended donation of $100. The, the list of speakers is starting to stack up. It is amazing. Dr. Frank, Pete Chambers, Sergeant Major Joe Vega, Basil Baz, who is going to be, he's going to speak on child sex trafficking, and he's doing some recovery efforts himself. We have Pastor Brad Cummings going to be there, and we have Pastor Devin and Pastor Paul Cantrell, who you have, most of you have not met yet other than on the show. They have been working on the Trail of Joy to turn the Trail of Joy from the Trail of Tears to the Trail of Joy. And we sh- we're also going to be having Vice President uh, Lizer and his wife Dottie there again, and many others. So it's going to be an amazing power pack. Three days of just a great speakers, great lifting up, preparing the saints for the work of the ministry is the theme, and it's going to be incredible. So I'm really encouraged. So let's go back to Africa real quickly because I think this is essential, very important to understand that what is going on right now in Africa is that the Western powers are being removed and ousted. And why this is important to us is because Africa represents an unprecedented amount of mineral wealth. In fact, just in the Congo alone, that's just the DRC, Democratic Republic of Congo, they have an estimated $24 trillion of untapped mineral resources, which includes the largest reserves of coltan and large quantities of, of cobalt and lithium. For all those green weenies out there that want to drive their cars that are supposed to be environmentally friendly because they use all sorts of carbon in the manufacture and they only use electricity when they drive, those vehicles rely on lithium and they rely on cobalt and they rely on coltan. So do our phones that are around around us. Well, the DRC has now removed its Western authority. And the problem is for us, the more that we begin to look at these Western powers, the more that we realize just how corrupt they were. Okay, so the Gabon is another one that ousted its leadership. The former president of Gabon was Omar Bongo, and he was a Western-backed leader. Listen to this. He had 70 bank accounts, 39 apartments, two Ferraris, six Mercedes-Benz cars, three Porsches, and a Bugatti in France. He ruled for 42 years and from 67, which would be from 67 to 2009, and his son, Ali Bongo, 
uh, was the president since 2009. They just got overthrown by a military coup. Africa's cleaning house, and they're cleaning house rapidly and viciously. And in the meantime, we have Victoria Nuland over there trying to advocate for having children turned into trans- transgender test subjects, encouraging these, telling the people that we will not provide aid or support unless you advocate for same-sex marriage and immoral sex between people, including the self-identity concept of being a cat or a dog that would fall under the LGBTQAI plus nonsense. So a U.S. is losing ground rapidly. And with that comes the obvious access to many of these minerals. On top of that, we have BRICS Nation, which is continuing to grow in strength and popularity as over 40 new countries are waiting for admission into the BRICS Nation consortium. And with this is going to see the continued deflation of the dollar and inflation of costs. Very important to understand. Devaluation of the dollar and inflation of costs. We're going to be seeing both deflation and inflation simultaneously in this nation. Property values are expected to fall rapidly as credit becomes tighter and more difficult to acquire, while the cost of basic goods, including gas, continue to soar. Gas prices today were up high on the market, the highest they have been. And with this, there's reports coming out today that we can expect to see $300 a barrel oil in the next two months. That would translate to about $10 a gallon for gas at the pump. All of this is by design. All of this is intended to break the will of the middle class of America. All of this is designed to force people into the agenda of the WHO, the the new medical tyranny, which has the desire to take people in to internment camps, take away your right to own property, force you into 15-minute cities, force jab you, and use you as a test subject for their pleasure and whatever evil pleasure that is, and ultimately strip you from your children keeping you incarcerated indefinitely. If you don't think, if you think that's impossible, let's be very clear. The Patriot Act, which is now still very much in effect, completely suspended habeas corpus. So what that means is if you're being held by the government for something, you don't have a right anymore to be presented before the court for them to explain why they're holding you. That's gone. That was taken out in 2001 and sadly was taken out by the cheers and heroes and and celebration of America as we were... fakely attacked by a fake aircraft and a bunch of fake terrorists, and people bought that lie so big that they literally said, yes, 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 please take away the Constitution because we're not good with it. We must be protected by our great almighty masters, the government. Yeah, that was us. We did it as a nation. So it's time to get very vigilant and be very informed. This is a very serious moment in time for the world and the nation. It is not something to play around with. And while it may be fun to talk about white hats in control and whatever else and nonsense is coming, there is a lot of chaos within our government. People are pulling out, backing off. They understand that the institution is beginning to collapse. But let's be very clear. The evil psychopaths that are running this world are not going to hand it over for free. They're not going to hand it over without a cost. And they are literally coming after you and me and, most importantly, the children. That's what they want. Once they get their hands into that permanently, there's no going back. So it is down to the time right now that we have to realize that God has given us a great deal of grace. He has given us the ability to see the evil and have the evil presented before us. The question is, what will we do with that gift? And if we aren't going to stand up right now, unite and start being more bold, both in our communities and all the capacities which God gives us, we have failed. 
I don't. Be, I am not one that believes that this outcome and period that we are in is determined. Just so we know, I believe that the concept of revelation is being used as a weaponized strategy against us. That that's how they've built their plan. That it's because the pulpits have been so programmed to teach the idea that literally that once with revelation, all we have to do is sit and wait for the return of Christ. That there is no duty for us to get on the front lines and fight. And I don't believe that. So I'm just being clear in case there's any confusion, and I mean this, and it's not a discussion I'm going to have with people. I'm not going to be convinced any other way. That's where I see it. And so that makes us extremely vulnerable unless we stand up and we truly do the right thing. Christian faith has never been intended to be a weak faith. In fact, that is why they attack those that follow Jesus so much, because we are bold, we are fearless, we have no fear of them, because we understand purely as we have accepted him, we have life later, and that we are willing to give our lives to protect those who want, are trying to seek Christ or furthermore are, are seeking Christ, we will give our lives and not give our authority to the government. That makes us the most dangerous people in the world because the, the globalists the globalists need our, author, our willful compliance to who they are, and we say no. So be defiant. Be truly a follower of Jesus. Be bold. Flip tables. Be strong and understand in this hour of criticality, let God lead your hand in the ways of the many ways that he will, because this is the time in the hour in which we have been prepared for. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land, expand the kingdom, subdue the enemy, mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight. Great interview tonight with Ed Dowd. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe, to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal, but that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested 
and wish to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 